Hello, internet, and welcome to a Pretty Good Seltzer Review Podcast, five stars. On the show, I drink a seltzer flavor and I tell you if it's any good. I am your host and bubbly beverage studies thought leader, Elle. Today, I have a sparkling water for y'all, not a seltzer, okay? It is Spindrift Blood Orange Tangerine. So Spindrift... The packaging catches my eye, always catches my eye, and it just feels very fancy to me. But this one is blood orange tangerine and it's sparkling water and real squeezed fruit. It's unsweetened right up front about that, which is good. According to the ingredients, this contains 8% juice, unlike other seltzers or sparkling waters we've tasted in the past. So it's 8% juice and 92% sparkling water. So for my calorie counting friends, this one is not zero calories. A lot of the seltzer waters and spring and sparkling waters and bubbly beverages we drink on here have zero calories. This one does not. The ingredients are carbonated water, blood orange juice, tangerine juice, and citric acid. So they're not just dumping flavors into bubbly water. This is actual juice, which is great. Okay. The packaging is beautiful. I like the Spindrift packaging. They use different colors for their different flavors. And this one is gorgeous. It has like this really pretty bright orange, like a primary orange. And then the color of the inside of a blood orange, like a darker red. And it's got a picture, like an abstract sort of watercolor illustration of a blood orange or tangerine on the front. So you know what's inside. And this can makes a frankly quite bold statement and it's registered so no other company can use it from them or make such a bold statement. It says real fruit tastes better. And I think that's just an opinion. It's not, doesn't necessarily have to be stated as fact. It's just their opinion. Sometimes, sometimes real fruit is good. Sometimes real fruit is better, but sometimes you just want something that tastes purple right? And that's not real fruit. That's just a the idea of a fruit. But this can, it's really pretty, really simple. It has this higher end luxury kind of treat feeling to it. To me, this this seems like a treat drink. It, I don't know why. Like, I, I don't know if that was what their marketing or branding team was aiming for, but it does seem like a treat, like fancy to me, like something different, not really a daily drinker. Before we dive into the flavor of this, I wanted to share some things that I learned about oranges and blood oranges. I was very curious where blood oranges came from, but oranges, I did not know this, oranges are actually a hybrid of pomelos and tangerines. I've never heard of a pomelo before. I don't think I've ever eaten one or seen one in real life. So that is now on my list of things to do. Blood oranges, they sound super goth, like they sound so cool, right? Blood orange. But um, they do not have actual human or animal blood in them. They get their name from the color of the flesh. So regular oranges are orange on the inside. They're like that nice, bright, yellowy orange color on the inside. But blood oranges are much darker. They're like a red, like a maroon color. And that color comes from an antioxidant called anthocyanin, anthocyanin. And... The anthocyanin causes the flesh of the fruit to be darker. So blood oranges originated in Italy, Spain, like the southern Mediterranean in about the 18th century. And the way they get their color is the cooler temperatures, the lower temperatures overnight when the fruit is blossoming. So the cold temperature causes this antioxidant to change the color of the inside of the fruit. I thought that was really interesting. And I also learned that... While they originated in Italy and Spain, they are grown here in the United States, not anywhere near me, near me, but in Texas and California. 
their growing season is right now. They're in season and they grow between November, December through early spring, March, April-ish. So they're in season. Head to your local grocery store. Allegedly, I don't know if this is true, the best blood oranges are from a region in Italy called Taracco. And when I think about trying to pick up blood oranges, I... I go, I shop at a cute little produce shop near me, and I just imagine asking, are these blood oranges from Taraco at this place? And having the people who work there look at me like I have three heads. They'll be like, I don't know. They're just blood oranges, babe. Buy them or don't, you know? So they also have, I had no, I did not know about this. I didn't d- dive deeply into this rabbit hole. They, blood oranges also have what's called a protected geographical status. So what that does is it enables consumers to t- to discern whether or not they're buying real blood oranges or like knockoff blood oranges. So apparently there's a, a whole organization that makes sure people aren't like ripping off blood oranges the way they do Louis bags. So that was really interesting. I glanced at a WebMD article, but I did not read it. And according to what I glanced at, antioxidants uh, have some may or may not have some health benefit. I tend to not read WebMD articles because every time I do, I, I finish reading it thinking, oh my gosh, I'm dying. I'm going to die. I'm, I'm dying. So <laughs> I glanced at it. You can read it. It comes up in a quick search on your search engine of choice. But that was everything that I learned about blood oranges. Don't contain blood. Do contain antioxidants. So that was a good adventure. And now you, when you know better, you do better, right? Talked a little bit about the can. We all know gorgeous cans. You know, they can be pretty, but you never know what kind of crack you're going to get. So let's pop the top on this thing. Let's see what we got. Okay. Oh, Oh, all right. That's perfectly polite. So a little bit of the beverage sort of snuck up on the top. I'm going to sip it off, but. But the thing that I have observed here is that it's not clear like other seltzer waters. It has a little bit of a pinky color to it. So I'm going to have to pour this into a glass and share a video with y'all because it's very pretty. It smells very orangey. It definitely reminds me of, definitely reminds me of halftime when I played soccer as a child with all the oranges on the side. We definitely did not have palmellas on the sidelines, I'll tell you that. But it reminds me of that. It's, it's very citrusy, very orangey, very, ta- it has kind of a tangy scent to it. I don't know that I would be able to discern the difference between the smell of a blood orange and the smell of a regular orange, but perhaps I will pick up some produce, and if my local produce shop has blood oranges, I'll compare them. All right, here we go. Let's taste it. Hmm. Okay, I've talked about this before, where something tastes like the idea of a fruit versus the actual fruit. This tastes very juicy. It tastes orangey and juicy. So allegedly blood oranges have sort of a raspberry flavor to them. And I sort of wondered, does someone run around the orchards at night injecting raspberry juice into them with like a hypodermic needle? I'm not sure that that's an efficient way to productively make oranges or blood oranges, but I don't know, maybe. Hmm. It's very tangy. It has a bit of sweetness, like a rebellious little sweetness to it. And I don't, I can't recall the difference between the flavor of a tangerine or an orange. I might have citrus blindness, taste, citrus taste blindness. Is that a thing? Could be. 
Hmm. This definitely tastes like I am doing my part to make sure I don't get scurvy. If these blood oranges were around in the in the 1700s, that sounds like pirate time to me. If they had, if pirates had this spindrift, I bet a lot of them, a lot fewer of them, would have gotten scurvy on their adventures. This is really a symphony of citrus. I bet this would taste lovely at brunch. But like, what would I do if I was at a brunch and they had polar dry and this and mimosas? How would I choose what to what beverage to pair with my pancakes? Hmm. This really does make some pretty fireworks. Hmm. A cacophony of citrus, if you will. Overall, this isn't quite an enchanting beverage. It's familiar because it's orangey, but exotic at the same time. Hmm. Yeah, this is pretty good. Blood orange tangerine from Spindrift. The thing I like about Spindrift, and I've had other flavors of theirs, is like it's... Sometimes you're not in the mood for just a bubble water. Sometimes you're in the mood for more. But this doesn't taste like super juicy where it's like the flavor is super intense. It's very nice. It's very nice. And it's like it's like if you don't necessarily want the like subtlety of a seltzer, but you also don't think that you want something super sweet like a soda or like commit to a juice. Oh, excuse me. Oh, the other thing I just noticed. I wish I noticed this before I cracked it. There's a warning on here. Obviously not loud enough for me to notice, but it says warning, contents under pressure. Me too, can. Me too, buddy. Oh my goodness. Okay. I didn't talk about the bubble. This bubble is very subtle, and I think that it's because it has actual juice in it. It's it's a very friendly, very polite bubble. But all in all, I would say Spindrift, Blood Orange, Tangerine, it's pretty good. That's what I have for you this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you give this flavor a try, let me know on social media. I am on Instagram at Pretty Good Seltzer. If you would like to submit your own review of this flavor, I'll take it. You can upload audio on my website at www.prettygoodseltzer.com. You can DM me for the password or shoot me an email. Uh, my email is prettygoodseltzer at gmail.com. And if you want to email me a review, I'll read it on the show. That's fun, right? Uh, Spindrift, Blood Orange Tangerine. All in all, it's pretty good. That's what I got this week. Stay fizzy, my friends. Steven, play us out.